The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Another installment, and an installment during a week that is crazy and only continues to get crazier. No action. Last night would have had tons to talk about, but all of those games having to be postponed due to weather, and unfortunately, uh, we're already trending towards being postponed for the rest of the week. Case in point, uh, the South Pittsburgh game that was scheduled for this Friday with Van Buren, that has been moved to January 26th, that's next Friday, and the game against Gordonsville that was originally scheduled for the 26th will not be, re- or has not been rescheduled at this time. So you can see we're already moving towards a world in which we don't play basketball on Friday. We'll talk with several coaches this evening about what that looks like. What does the week look like? What have you been talking to your team about? How do you prepare if you are going to play on Friday? And if you're not, then how do you prepare for next week? What does scheduling look like? Losing two district games. That's unprecedented. What is that? So many questions and all of the coaches uh, who joined us tonight, more than happy to answer them and talk in depth with us about that process. What does it look like? What does it sound like? And so much more. So without further ado, let's take a break and tip it off here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. York Dragons head coach Rodney Pyle joins us now. Uh, coach Pyle, before we get into what has to be one of the craziest weeks uh, we've had weather-wise in, in several years I uh, just want to take a look back across uh, the last couple of weeks. It's been kind of an up and down. You guys were on quite the win streak uh, before you have that loss at Cookville, bouncing back with the win at Jackson, and then uh, obviously falling uh, in a, at Lebanon in a showcase. Where do you guys find some of that consistency you had uh, before Christmas, or is that just kind of a product of Cookville and Lebanon are really, really good teams? Uh, it's a little bit of both. Uh, Cookville and Lebanon, especially Cookville. Cookville's got the best team, uh, um, you know, that that they've had in several years, and uh, they've. Uh, I think they're ranked third in 4A in the AP poll right now, and uh, so they just got a really good, solid team. And um, and of course, uh, you know, we're we're a 2A school, but uh, but anyway, we we held our own there in the first quarter, midway through the second quarter, uh, gave up. Got down ten or so. They're going into halftime, and um, and again they just you know they got a good team. They're uh, got uh, you know every guy on their team can can shoot the ball, and so you got to go out there and guard them. And then you know they they can put it on the floor and go around you. So they got a good team. And so yeah, there during Christmas break uh, we got on a nice little roll. Won about six games in a row. Uh, came start the new year off with with a good win at home against Watertown, and uh, so we just got to get back to uh, you know playing solid. Uh, and of course, uh, you know we went on the road and and uh, and got a got a good win against Jackson County. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's on the road. It's a district game, so uh, that was the game that we needed last week for sure. And so we was able to get that. And uh, Jackson County's got a nice young group, and uh, so they're going to get better and better. We've got to continue to get better as well. And then we finished it up uh, with uh, with Lebanon, and of course uh, Lebanon at Lebanon. Uh, three three games in a row uh, Thursday Friday Saturday uh, three games uh, on the road uh, and so we we got off to a great start uh, very solid first quarter I think it was uh, fourteen to six at one time early uh, then uh, then I don't know the wheels fell off and so we we struggled uh, we we 
just had a hard time uh, doing good on offense, and uh, they finally got it going on, on on their offensive end and started scoring a few more points and uh, just made it kind of difficult on us. And, uh, you know, I just felt there toward the end. We, we, we tried several times to make a little run at them, uh, but, you know, just seemed, didn't seem like we had the legs uh, to be able to do that. So, uh, but uh, but those are three three good games, three tough games. Hope they'll make us better in the future and and uh, give us something to look look at on film and study and get to get try to figure out what we need to do to get better. Yeah, two and zero start though in district play. You do get those wins over Watertown and at Jackson County. What do you like from your team in those two games? Obviously, two games that carry a little more weight. Uh, what have you guys been able to do in district play against other two A competition? Well, you know, we've uh, I think we've got uh, oh we got six or seven losses right now, and uh, we've got uh, you know Oneida is the only team uh, below three A that that's beaten us, and they beat us the first game of the year without our football guys, and um, so we you know, our losses uh, we got two to Stone, uh, two to Cookville, and and Lebanon, and so um, you know there's uh, you know those are three all all of them are very quality good teams. Uh, even Oneida's got a very good team. Uh, they they beat Gatlinburg Pittman, who is uh, they split with Gatlinburg Pittman, with who is the number one team in Double A right now in AP, or was I've not looked at it this week, but uh, uh, so again uh, we just got to find that consistency again. Uh, I love the fact, and of course this has kind of been our mo all year long. Uh, we our first half has not been our best half. Uh, first quarter is usually not our best quarter. Uh, we come out and have a really good third quarter, uh, and then again we give ourselves a chance to win there in in, in most of our games. Uh, so that kind of was uh, what we did against Watertown and Jackson County as well. Uh, we uh, didn't quite play as well as we'd we'd like to uh, early in those games, and uh, came out and had uh, third quarters were both good, and uh, we was able to hang on and and get two good district wins there. So uh, what we've done so far is what we've just got to figure out what what we can do. Get started early, uh, get a few more stops early, get uh, get uh, you know a few less turnovers, uh, shoot the ball a little bit better, try to get a lead and build a lead uh, earlier in those games. Obviously, you would have loved to have been able to face uh, Monterey on Tuesday. Can't, uh, postponing a district game is always one of the toughest decisions uh, one can make, but this is some of the worst weather we've had in a very long time. So how how have you and your guys kind of uh, dealt with that, right? Obviously, you haven't been able to even probably open the gym up for a shoot-around. So what's yeah. been the message to the guys? How have you kind of dealt with not being able to play, not being able to practice, and knowing that you may very well have to turn around and play Smith County on Friday with very little practice. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. Uh, you know, we've not been able to get into the gym. Uh, you know, one one time I messaged the boys, uh, you know, uh, you know, nothing today. Uh, watched the fourth period of the Jackson County game. So uh, hopefully we're we're watching some film uh, during these days that we're stuck at home and uh, trying to get some uh, you know mental reps and trying to trying to figure out what we can do to to get better. But uh, yeah, things are hard, hard times. It's hard times for everybody uh, trying to figure out into the get into the gym. And uh, of course, basketball is such a uh, skill sport. And uh, whenever you take two or three or 
more days off shooting the ball. It, it hurts you. It takes you a little while time to get that shooting form back or the shooting touch back. So, uh, so this is going to be uh, it's going to be tough for everybody. And so hopefully, uh, you know, we can figure out how to deal with it and move on. But uh, you know, we got to be ready to play right now. And uh, yeah, play probably going to have to be able to play without practicing right now. So we'll just see what the what the next day brings. And you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully the roads are getting clear and hopefully we're being able to get closer to closer and having practice or getting into the gym if nothing else but to shoot some and and just again just seeing trying to figure out how to finish this uh, year off i think we've got uh, six district games left and two non-district games so we've got eight games left uh before our seasons our regular season's over so it's it's about here it's about ready to get it going york dragons head coach rodney Pyle, coach Pyle, before we let you go uh, your opponent Friday night, Smith County, uh, a district opponent, somebody you're familiar with. Uh, what do they do? Have you started to watch a little bit of film? Uh, what do you guys have to kind of concentrate on, key on, or try to counter on Friday night? Well, you know, Smith County's got a, you know, again, most of our teams, uh, we we started out the year as the, the old team, and uh, most of the other teams in the districts are, 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 are kind of fairly young, and Smith County's one of those teams. Uh, they're very dangerous. Uh, Coach, uh, um, Coach Trey does does a great job with them, and he's going to have them ready to go. And uh, so we've just got to be ready. You know, like like you said, you know, uh, we got to be worried about us. You know, making sure that we're taking care of the ball, that we're taking good looks, that we're rebounding the ball, and and, and those things. But uh, uh, we look for you know Smith County having a very good team, and we got to be ready to play play whether we have practice or not. So we got to be ready to play. Head coach Rodney Pyle, York Dragons, joining us. Coach, I appreciate you taking a few minutes and. Hopefully uh, getting to play on Friday night. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Go Dragons. Livingston Academy Boys Basketball Head Coach Jimmy Miller. Coach Miller, in the midst of uh, what has to be one of the the weirdest weeks of weather and and everything else going on that we've had in a very long time, uh, just before we even get into basketball on any level, uh, what has this week kind of been like for you and your guys? Haven't been able to get into a gym at all. Haven't had school, and obviously uh, having to to postpone a district game Tuesday. Uh, yeah, it's, this has been rough. This is some of the roughest weather I've seen since I've been a, a coach at Livingston Academy. Uh, you know, it's not looking good. You know, we weren't able to play Tuesday night. It's not looking very good for Friday right now, um, and not got to see any of the guys. You know, kept in touch with them through text. Um, but pretty much everyone's stuck at home right now, and the roads are still pretty dangerous. So uh, this is this is kind of new territory for us. Yeah, obviously the last time you were on the floor, we look back at last Friday at Stone Memorial, a really uh, kind of hard-fought game. What ultimately uh, didn't go your way there, especially in the second half? Uh, you know, I think we played a good ball game. I've watched the film a couple times. Uh I was really pleased with our effort. I thought we got in there and competed, and we really gave ourselves, uh, you know, chances to be in that game to, to possibly win that game at the end. I think uh, they made some really big plays in that fourth quarter. Um, and, then it, you know, it, it was a couple possessions, really, that changed that game. It was a couple uh, possessions that we didn't convert on that we had to have. And they did on a couple, and, and then it just stretched that game out to five or six you know, around the three-minute mark, where and those guards are so good, and uh, Coach Caps does such a good job with his team. He was, he uh, did a smart thing, and he made us. Uh, they moved the ball and made us foul, and 
you put them on the foul line. I think they were something like 18 of 20, maybe somewhere around in there from the foul line. And if you shoot like that, that's, that's a smart thing to do. Uh, control that basketball until we have to foul and then beat us from the foul line. And that's what happened. And I, you know, I think, uh, it was a, it was a good game for us. We saw some things that we have got to improve on a little bit and get a little bit better at certain things we have to attack that we didn't in the second half of that game. You want to give Cade uh, all of his flowers. What an incredible night for him. And, and obviously he does that on, on kind of a nightly basis. But what was Cade, what was Cade Caps able to do that you guys just could not find an answer for as he, uh, I believe, had 29 on the night? I think where Cade's improved this year uh, from last year, obviously he's bigger and he's stronger. Uh, but I think from uh, an opposing coaching standpoint, I think Cade is doing a very good job of, um, uh, being visible and sharing the ball out of double teams and making the guys around him better this year. I think as he's gotten older uh, and he's matured, he's learned how to do that, which always, you know, with these guys, when you get these young kids that are really good young, uh, it's, that's, that's something that takes a little bit of time to realize when you figure out how to make the players around you better and make your team better, it always comes back to you individually um, and, and what you're doing in, scoring wise and what he's doing scoring wise it's always going to come back to him and you're and you're seeing that happen right now uh brady lane was really tough um uh, you know around the rim and they've done a good job finding him and, and uh cade's made himself impossible to foul shooting the way he does from the foul line you know he's one of the best uh juniors if not the best junior in the state i think we did a pretty good job on him and he still had a great night <laughs> he's, just, he's a tough player and my hat's off to him yeah, you look at these last two games, Upperman and Stone Memorial, back-to-back losses, and a, a lot of that can be contributed to that inside play of Bronson Chafin uh, there at Upperman and then Brady Lane for Stone Memorial. Uh, we've talked about it before, Coach. You guys are obviously um, an undersized team. You lean guard play. How do you continue to find ways to counteract these big physical athletes that you're seeing in the low post in this district? Uh, that's a tough thing to do. <laughs> I mean, when you're the size we are and, and you go, you know, and you're trying to compete against Bros and Chaffin and Brady Lane, those guys are big and the, they've got two, you know, Coach McWilliams and Coach Caps that do a, a fantastic job of using them correctly, defensively and offensively. So we've got to do a little bit better job of making those bigs guard us and not take breaks on defense. And, uh, We've got to do a better job when the ball goes inside like that, um, helping and not giving up easy twos. You know, we'd rather give up an, an uncontested three than, than an easy two like that. Back-to-back losses, and then you run into this weather and the way this week has kind of played out. What's been your message to the guys via text, via phone call, and and kind of what's the what's your thought process on if we were to get to Friday night and get to host White County not having had practice time, not having had a chance to kind of shoot around, what's the thought process? Uh, just be be ready to come in there and play. And I feel like we will. And I, honestly, I think a few days um, for this group that I have this year, um, a few days rest is pretty good for them. You know, there's five guys that are playing the primary minutes on this team, and they're they're always outmanned and physically undersized, and that's taxing on uh, on, our, on their bodies. I think that's taxing on them. Uh, to you know, night in and night out. So I don't think this rest is actually a bad thing for them. And I feel like Friday, there's a you know, this is a good group I've gotten with a with a pretty strong uh, mental game. And so I'm hoping 
and I'm pretty confident that when we, we come in here and, and tip it off that they'll be ready to compete and they'll be confident within themselves. But this is one of the most fun teams I've ever got to coach. You can talk, we talk frequently, and people keep bringing up the things that they lack and the things they don't have. And I don't think uh, enough gets said about the things that they are good at and the things that they can do. You know, it doesn't matter if they've lost two in a row. It doesn't matter if they've lost three in a row. Um, or if they if they played a six six center, that's roughed them up the night before. That they're back the very next night, ready to compete, and they've done that night in and night out. Never rolled over and never quit on us or themselves or each other once. So I think that's a pretty special attribute that doesn't get uh, brought up enough. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Let's talk a little bit about uh, what limited bench you do have, though. Obviously, uh, coming off of that bench, you've got your five starters. But what is a guy like Rocco Carwile, even a guy like maybe Drew Gouldsby, kind of mean to this team that when push comes to shove, you feel like you don't necessarily lose that uh, unspoken aspect, that competitive nature when you sub one of those guys in? Right, and those guys are doing a great job when they come in. Uh, you know, Rocco Carwile is playing more of the minutes off the bench than anyone else, and um, he, he he's had some really big nights for us. He's done some things that have won us basketball games. You know, not just making a shot, for instance, in Saudi Daisy. I'm not meaning just that, but he's done things, little things on and off all year long that make a huge difference when we're not maybe getting that at the moment from one of our first five guys. I'm able to put him in and get good confidence minutes from him, and he's just a sophomore, and he's um, not had a lot of floor time as a freshman, so he's uh, doing a really good job. His size brings something to the table, so I've got uh, big hopes for him, and, and I think he's going to do, do a really good job. Livingston Academy Wildcats head coach Jimmy Miller joining us. Uh, coach Miller, I always appreciate when you take a few minutes to talk to us, and man, really hoping for Friday night. If not, I guess it's uh, Clark Range on Tuesday if we get lucky enough to do that. Yeah, I hope so. Head coach Taylor Denny, Cumberland County Jets boys basketball. Coach Denny, before we get into uh, what has to be one of the tougher weeks we've seen in a while just due to weather and other things, uh, up to this point, what have you uh, liked from your team and, and where does this team have to continue to get better? You know, we've really liked uh, you know our fight, how hard our guys have played, uh, how hard they've competed. Um, you know, we have uh, we kept ourselves really since the district league started. We've been in some really competitive situations. Really happy about how we've responded to that. Uh, you know, things we've got to get better at. Uh, you know, offensively, that's the big thing, and really taking care of the basketball. Uh, when we take care of the basketball and we have a purpose with what we're doing, we get some really good shots. Like we've tried to tell the guys, you can't guard a turnover. Somebody's taking off the other way. There's nothing you can do about it at that point. We've got to do a better job of ending possessions with shots rather than turnovers. One of the stories there at Cumberland County, really for the girls and the boys team, is the freshmen that you guys have had come in and make an immediate impact. Obviously, we're going to talk about some of your upperclassmen as well needing to step up, but let's start with Torres. What has he meant to this team already coming in as a freshman and making an immediate impact? You know, man, he is, uh, he's, he's really, really good. He does a lot of things really well. Uh, obviously, he can score the ball. Uh, you know, he does that for us, but you know, how much ball handling and decision making he does for us maybe is something that doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, you know, it's a 14 year old kid getting pressured the whole game. He's doing a really good job of, uh, of getting us in the right spot, taking care of the basketball and obviously scoring points. He guards it well. Uh, you know, obviously we kind of, you know, knew what we were getting to an extent, but he's even, even surprised me 
uh, in some areas of just how hard he competes, uh, how competitive he is, uh, you know, and like I said, just being able to uh, to take care of the basketball, get us in the right stuff. So, yeah, he, he's been fantastic for us. Now, on the other side of that, a freshman is still a freshman, uh, especially in this district when it comes to the night-in, night-out night out grind that, that this district can provide. What do the guys around him, what are your upperclassmen who have maybe been through this grind once or twice, uh, what do they have to do to help him, to uh, aid him in, in his incredible uh, natural ability? You know, they have to uh... – you know, they've done a good job of competing, playing hard, defending. They've got to get better offensively, whether that is creating more shots for other people, maybe that's creating some shots for themselves, and just taking care of the basketball and executing. Too many times, uh, you know, we've had an illegal screen there, or we, uh, you know, throw a bad pass here. Those are little things uh, throughout the game that you guys know really hurt you, uh, you know, those unforced errors. So that's something those older guys have to get better of, and we have in spurts. We just have to continue to do it consistently. Yeah, you, you talked about in spurts right there. It's something I've mentioned, uh, you know, to several people is that you guys will play a quarter, two quarters of really, really good basketball. It's just about getting four quarters put together. Where do you can? Where does that come from? Where does that next step come from? Playing two or three good quarters and turning that into thirty-two solid minutes. You know, hey, that that's consistency with everybody out there, consistency in how you practice, being able to go out there and do the same thing. Uh, and obviously consistency throughout everybody. You can't play four, four good quarters of basketball with just five people or just six people. You're probably going to need seven, eight, maybe nine. So we need everybody on every night to, to come in with that same mindset uh, and that same goal. Because like you said, we have, uh, you know, we've played some really good quarters, some really good two quarters. Is that, uh, you know, and it, it's kind of been a different quarter every time, uh, but we, we have to figure out how to play a complete game uh, so that we can finish. Because we've been right there, uh, really, in all of our games lately. We've just got to be able to finish those games. Well, now it's just about getting to play a game. What has this week been like uh, for you and your guys? Obviously, not in school, not getting to play on Tuesday. What little bit of communication or work, or uh, how are you kind of dealing with this, knowing that? We may also not see games Friday. Yeah, you know, we just talked to them about being safe, making sure they're resting up, making sure, uh, you know, that they're eating correctly, hydrating correctly, those kind of things. Not a lot of bad. I've got a lot of kids snowed in. Yes, as bad of a snow as we've had uh, in several years. So, you know, we, uh, we practice on Sunday. We always do that. And then I haven't. We were supposed to practice Monday. We haven't seen them since Sunday. So here it is Wednesday. Uh, you know, so some rest is probably a good thing. But at this point, I'd say they're like me. They're starting to get stir crazy. So, uh, you know, even the main roads here in Crossville are uh, are completely covered up. So we haven't been able to open the gym just to let them come in and shoot or anything. Hopefully we'll get to do that maybe later today or tomorrow. Uh, and then just kind of see. Cause like you said, you go through, you get in that grind of playing two games a week. Now all of a sudden we've missed Tuesday. Who knows about Friday? Uh, you know, we've got to uh, got to be able to turn that into adva- into an advantage and not a disadvantage. Yeah, obviously, assuming that you get to play on Friday, uh, district games mean district opponents and means you're uh, very familiar with them. Uh, What does Upperman do that you guys have to try to key on if you are going to get to play the Bees on Friday? Man, the the biggest thing, just watching them on field, uh, the little bit that I've started to today, obviously we were focused on zone until yesterday. Of course. Uh, But, uh, you know, they're, they're super physical. Uh, you know, they, uh, they screen hard, 
they they rebound hard. They talk defensively. Uh, you know, they don't give you anything easy. And if you're not ready for that uh, level of physicality, it's going to be a long night for you. Uh, obviously, they've got size. Uh, you know, with the two kids inside, and then they've got a really good freshman guard uh, as well. So, I mean, uh, you know, Bobby does a fantastic job up there. You know, they're going to guard. You know, they're going to be patient offensively. Uh, so, it's it's a really big task. Uh, that that we'll have to take uh, on Friday, assuming we can. Yeah, that level of physicality. Final question here for you, Coach Denny. Uh, that level of physicality isn't something you can really just jump into. Uh, is there any way to prepare for a team that's going to be uh, that physical, but you guys haven't been able to get in a gym in what will be at least three, maybe four days? Yeah, that that's something you know you, that that we honestly try to emulate is upper mid's physicality. That's something that we try to uh, really preach to our guys in practice because everybody in this league's tough and physical, um, you know. So that that's an every night deal. So yeah, depending on when we can get back in the gym, that's something that we'll uh, that we'll have to get cranked up. But at the end of the day, yeah, you try to simulate it. Uh, but at the end of the day, the game's probably going to be worse than, than whatever your simulation was. You've got to be able to uh, to deal with that and push through it. Head coach Taylor Denny, Cumberland County Jets basketball. Coach Denny, uh, I know you're going stir crazy, so I hope it uh, hope it ends soon. But thanks for taking a few minutes to talk to me and looking forward to Friday night. Awesome. Thanks, bud. Hopefully we'll see you Friday. Monterey Lady Wildcats head coach Randall Phillips. Coach Phillips, obviously we're in the midst of what has to be one of the, the craziest bits of of weather and everything else we've ever seen. Uh, before we we get into what this week has kind of looked like and felt like, just overall, uh, your team has obviously not picked up as many W's this season as you'd like, but what kind of progress have you seen from the girls over the last couple of weeks, especially coming out of uh, the, the pre-holiday schedule? I want to go back to the holiday schedule. Let's do it. Uh Jaylee Johnson, our good freshman on twelve twenty, got a concussion and has now missed seven games. We got her cleared Monday of this week to start her sixth day back to play, and our trainer is working on her uh, best we can during this week of this bad weather, but we're working on that. Gracie Burgess had a high ankle sprain and missed five games during the break. So during the break, Kylie Key got an opportunity to play some minutes, and Abby Tower did, and they really improved over the Christmas break. And uh, Key really had her best basketball. She's played all season. Abby Tower, another freshman, got a lot of minutes, and we're getting her closer to where she needs to be. Um, And living through those those times, and and we started even started district play without. Uh, Jaylee Johnson, we took three hard losses that week, but in doing that, some key players, uh, regular starters, Carly Wright, both the Flanagan girls, and Haley Trevakian, uh had to play up, and, and they've gotten better each and every game. So I'm really pleased the last two efforts we made, the last two games, we played defense more consistently. Uh, it's taken a little longer and been a little harder than what I expected, but uh, trying to keep everything on a positive note moving forward in the last two games, the defense um, is more like what we want it to be. Yeah, how difficult is it, you know, as a coach who's already kind of making adjustments, learning the girls, learning uh, kind of the program and the, the, the systems 
and then you start seeing girls go down here. A girl goes down with a concussion, a high ankle sprain. How much more difficult does that make it uh, to find some consistency out there on the floor? Yeah, it's almost impossible. It, we've been put in a tough situation with the, being the first year and, and everything. But um, like I said, there's been opportunities for other players to step up and get minutes that hopefully will help us in the long run. I'm trying to spin all this as positive for the future with uh, not only myself, but with the team as well. And uh, they're, they're getting better. They really are. It's uh, sometimes hard to see if you just look at the point spreads and the wins and losses, but uh, they are getting better, and, and we're quite pleased. The last two nights we've been out on the floor and uh, played with the energy and the intensity on defense that we needed to play. That's just taken a little longer than I expected, Absolutely. You mentioned it sort of there already. You look back over these last couple games, the point total for the opposing team has come down. Point total for you guys has kind of gone up a little bit as well. You've been able to find the bottom of the net a little more consistently. What on the floor are are the girls doing to make those adjustments, right? What are they doing defensively to kind of limit what the other team does and Obviously, making shots on some level is just making shots, but how are they making it easier on themselves to get better shots? As we've grown to know each other and see the strengths and weaknesses of of our players and the coaches and the other teams, the opposing teams, and doing film study and things of that nature, just uh, uh it's just kind of gelling right now for the first time all year. We've had moments in every game where we've looked really, really good, and then we'll have moments that were really, really bad. And we're getting to put more of those minutes together. We played Jackson County, even though they won big. Uh, we played them pretty even the first, third, and fourth quarter. Played Watertown the other night. We played them even. and even led them most of the game to the fourth quarter. So we're we're putting longer stretches together. They're understanding the roles of defense now. They didn't understand any of this at the beginning. And it just took some playing through some pain and some learning experience and a, and a little bit of stubbornness. Uh, I keep telling them you're reverting back to your old ways. And, you know, anything mentally and mechanically that you did wrong for a while it's it's hard to adjust and adapt and change and they are beginning to to see that and understand that and and work a little harder it's not uh you know uncommon to know that it is your first year at monterey but it's not your first year around the game around high school sports and the, and the school system uh, have you ever seen or at least in the last several years seen the kind of weather we're seeing and and how has it really kind of disrupted you guys not being able to have the game Tuesday and uh, it's looking more and more likely like you may not be able to play on Friday yeah we have never in all of my years of school coaching middle school high school I have two children that's graduated from high school and both played sports all four years I've never seen central office call down and say shut it down and with the temperatures, it made it easy for me as a coach because I was trying to decide Monday, oh, do we practice? Do we challenge the roads? Do we do this? And it, it's it's really it's a, it was a wise decision by Tim Martin 
and and I appreciate him for making that just countywide. Hey, everybody, no practice, no shoot-arounds, no games. Everybody stay home, be safe. I thought it was a great decision. It made it easier on me as a coach to have to wake up every day and decide, do I put these girls on these icy roads or do I leave them home? So that, that really helped. Never seen it like this before. And, uh, and like you said, we this week, the whole week may be dead. Yeah, absolutely. You look forward to uh, hopefully taking on Jackson County again next Tuesday. If you do get to play Friday, though, what is kind of your thought process for you know for that in that you haven't been able to get a shoot around, you haven't been able uh, to really do anything else? So what is the, the thought process for whenever you do get back on the floor next, uh, kind of having everybody ready to go? If we have to play without practicing – my, my current plan is to have a shoot around a couple of hours, a walk through before we hit the road. Cause we will travel. We are going to York mm-hmm. and, and and play in the number one team in our district. And, and it'll be challenging enough if we'd have practiced every day this week, but that, that is the current plan. If we do, if we are allowed to play, we'll, and we're not allowed to practice before that game. Obviously, we would try to get a couple of hours of shooting, a walk through, a little bit of film study, and just kind of make a plan and and do it at the gym as we're leaving. So it's fresh on their minds, fresh on their. Yeah, absolutely, fresh on their minds, fresh on, uh, you know, the the body and and such and so on and so forth. Uh, head coach Randall Phillips, Monterey Girls Basketball, joining us. Coach, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk to me and. Uh, Looking forward to hopefully uh, getting on the court Friday night. Uh, thank you very much. Upperman B's head boys basketball coach, Bobby McWilliams. Uh, coach, obviously in, in the midst of probably one of the weirdest weeks, one of the craziest bits of weather we've had in a very long time. We'll talk about that uh, here in just a few minutes. But just here in, in the opening several games of uh, district play, what have you really liked out of your team? And, and where does this team have to take the next step to getting better? Um, yeah, well, yeah, I think we're, you know, we're slowly, uh, climbing into a, a pretty comfortable position for us. Uh, you know, we've been, uh, adding, just adding pieces here and there since, um, you know, since the middle of December, trying to get our, all of our guys back on the same page and trying to find what, uh, what's comfortable for us and, and, and get to where we want to, you know, get to as far as, uh, uh, rotations and and just comfort uh, with each other on the floor and that's that takes some time and you you can't speed that up and I mean it has to age I guess in order for it to to be at a a spot where you you know where where you're at or I guess where you can have potentially reach your maximum potential whatever that is um, you know we we started out the district you know of course we lost the first game but. Um, uh, you know, we've slowly been we've played a few more games since then, and and I can tell a big difference from the first game after January to even what we played on Saturday night. So we're getting more and more comfortable. Uh, I like the direction we're heading in. Um, you know, uh, we've got this break here that we've we've that's been created by the snow. Um, you hope it helps, you know, you hope it helps. We, uh, you know, I think a lot of our guys did need a little bit of rest, honestly. I think we were a little bit banged up, um, you know, from guys that have been uh, been been occurring a lot of minutes through the course of the season. And then, 
uh, you know, it gives a chance for some of our guys that just got with us to decompress a little bit, maybe for a few days before we get really get back into the thick of things heading into the tournaments in a, in a several weeks away. So I would just have to see if we can get these games caught up and and, um, and plugged in and uh, keep moving forward uh, on both ends of the floor. Yeah, that was not an easy game. You look back at that Stone Memorial loss, 68-49, what did you like out of your team's response to that now on a, a four-game winning streak that includes two district wins and uh, and a win out of district over a Creekwood team that uh, you'd seen already once this year? And I don't want to discount how difficult they can be, uh, especially a second time you see a program like that. Absolutely. You know, um you know, coming back, that was our first game back. Uh, I, you know, we played Stone. Um, obviously, I, I felt like they played really well. Um, and uh, we played pretty good offensively in the first half, and then we just got kind of stagnant on both ends in the second half. And, um, you know, that's uh, that's the way it goes. You learn from uh, each game, hopefully. So uh, going forward, um, we'll be in a much different place than we were uh, uh, you know, the first time when we played them, when we played them, um, but, you know, going, go, coming out of that, you know, we had to turn around and play Creekwood the next night and, uh, they're, they're a very talented team in themselves. And, uh, I thought we played pretty well. I thought we run out of, run out of gas a little bit in the second half. Um, you know, and, and part of that was probably, you know, our fault leading into that game as far as pre- preparation and that kind of, that, that, and the way that, uh, kind of developed, but, uh, just been tickled with where we're at and the progress we've made, and hopefully we can continue doing that going forward. Everybody becomes infatuated with the new shiny toy, and Ty Cobb is an incredible ball player, and I don't want to, again, discount what he's capable of. But something you and me talked about from the beginning of this season, because of what the football team was able to do, was getting those guys back, getting them comfortable. In these last several games, what have you seen from Clayton Harris and Bronson Chaffin and those guys that has been the kind of step they needed to take and looking a lot more comfortable out there. Yeah, you know, people forget we 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 played the first I don't know eight games of our season with five completely new starters. Uh huh. Um, you know, we uh, we graduated two, and then three of them, Branson and, and Clayton and Bronson, all played. And then Cam was a big part of what we done last year, coming in off the bench. And uh, so we had four of our top, you know, seven guys from last year that uh, were totally new. And we're still trying to plug those guys in. Um, we got a few games in the summer, but you know our team doesn't look like it looked in the summer. We've you know it, as far as just the structure of it and the way we play. But uh, that being said, getting getting those four guys back that um, has really gave, gave us the depth that we thought we would have. Um, and, and as we move through the next you know four or five weeks here, hopefully we'll get the consistency back. I think each day in practice. Um, you know, uh, the coaches meet and after practice, and I, I think that's, you know, a discussion we've had that today was a better day than yesterday. That's kind of been the conversation uh, for each of those guys. Um, so we need we need those guys to be at 100% if we're going to be um, truly be a, a top contender um, going forward. Uh, you know, the – the additions we made, I think, you know, with Ty uh, coming in and also 
the improvement that the other guys have made. Evan Holson sure has stepped his game up a lot. Braden's a lot different player than he was last year. Isaiah Helms has, you know, been able to be really, really good for us off the bench uh, in the last few weeks. So those guys, uh, all of that in combination have made us or give us an opportunity to be, we feel like a very, very competitive team and trying to uh, get into tournaments and, and see what we can do going forward with that. But uh, we need those guys to be um, at their top performance uh, level or the best they can be um, as an individual in order for our team to be as good as it can be. Well, obviously, Ty Cobb has taken this district by storm. He has become uh, the kind of young man that a lot of opposing teams and a lot of opposing fan bases, including uh, you know his own fan base, get to talking about a lot. What makes him so special uh, as a freshman, right? I mean, still a lot of room to grow, obviously, but what makes him so special at such a young age? Well, you know, we've... We've we've had a lot of. I've been fortunate since I've been here. I've had a lot of good players in our program, and we've had a lot of uh, players that are freshmen uh, that are extremely good players. Uh, and we've seen that throughout the district that we've had freshmen come in and be really, you know, really good. But the the thing that I noticed that's been different about him as far as uh, comparing him to the rest of the kids we had come into our program. Um, I, I, I think his, uh, his poise and his maturity as, as far as understanding how basketball works has been, uh, you know, just steps above what you see out of most freshmen. Uh, he, um, on top of being just very talented and, and super skilled and, and just, you know, um, incredibly athletic. Uh, I think that the 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 way he approaches the game mentally is probably different than than most uh, fourteen or fifteen year olds that we've had come into our program and and be ready to play uh, in in tough environments against you know bigger, stronger competition and uh, against the the different things that people try to do is whether it's intimidating or whatever it is. You know, and being really physical or um, you know, throwing different stunts at him, you know, just whatever it is, I think him being able to handle that from the, uh, from the mental aspect and just being cerebral on the floor, um, is probably ahead of where most, uh, most players that we've seen come through our program are. Head coach Bobby McWilliams, Upperman B's basketball coach. Before we let you go, uh, everyone wants to play, right? We're all hoping uh, that everybody gets to suit up and play Friday night. We're trending that direction. Uh, so assuming that you get to make the trip to Cumberland County on Friday night, what do you guys have to key on? What are some of the things you've seen from the Jets on film uh, that you guys can maybe try to take advantage of on the road Friday night? Well, you know, they they have been fairly inexperienced up until this point, but they also have – uh, some quality young people in their program right now. Uh, I know Houston Torres is is definitely um, a freshman that's well beyond his years as well. He's a super talented kid and um, just a, just a, a smart player who can do a lot of things on the floor that uh, you know many older kids can't. But he, uh, I, you know, I think that's 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 something we have to kind of look at. Uh, they play so hard. I, I think watching them play, their intensity level is always up. 
um, you know, hopefully we can we can really right now with Upperman we're focusing on what we uh, what we do and what we can do trying to improve from uh, first quarter to fourth quarter within the game, but also from day to day. But I, I think that's more of what we're concerned with, regardless of of who we're playing right now. I think that's um, kind of the approach we're going to take, that we're going to have to do what Upperman does, and, and hopefully that'll be good enough. But um, definitely in our league, you can't take anything for granted. And I know that they're right now, um, maybe with the only team without a, without a win, but that doesn't mean that they're not capable of winning. They've, uh, they've led most every game they've been in or, so, you know, that's, um, they're a team like that's really dangerous. They're, they're hungry. You can watch them play out with how much effort they give. And so, uh, for us, we're definitely not going to let that, uh, we're not going to let them sneak up on us, uh, for sure. So, uh, we're going to be ready, uh, physically and mentally if that's, the situation we're in on Friday night to be able to get to play and hopefully we can, but, um, you know, just trying to, um, trying to do the things that, that we do, um, and, and trying to improve on those and then, uh, make adjustments as the game grows along. Hopefully we are able to do that and uh, maybe, but maybe able to get a win on the road, which is it's huge in this league. Upperman B's, uh, basketball, Bobby McWilliams, head coach joining us. Coach, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk to us and uh, hoping everybody gets to play on Friday night, including uh, the Bees and the Jets. Yes, uh, we do too. We're we're ready to, to get back after it. Um, hopefully everybody, the roads will clear up and everybody get an opportunity to get some games in so we don't get too too backed up. But uh, whenever it is, we'll just try to be as ready as we can. And, and I'm sure everybody else will do the same. But thank you guys for having us on. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, it's the high school playbook, and we look to close it out on a frigid, cold Wednesday evening here in mid-January. It's been a weird week. We've talked about it the entire show. No basketball Tuesday, already looking like we may not have a lot, if any, basketball on Friday. If you missed it at the beginning of the show, do want to give you a bit of news Van Buren's away game at South Pittsburgh that was scheduled for this Friday has been moved to next Friday, and the game against Gordonsville that was originally scheduled for next Friday has not been rescheduled at this time. That according to Eagles boys basketball coach and athletic director Dustin Sullivan. Uh, And so, again, yeah, looks like we're already leaning that direction, right? Already looking like we may not have basketball on Friday. That would be back-to-back district games that we are postponed. That's unprecedented. That's insane. You never, ever, ever, ever want to postpone district games. The lucky part is, as you heard from a few coaches uh, during the program, everybody's on the same playing field, right? This wasn't, this isn't two teams that are struggling. This isn't uh, one little district or one little region. It's not just across the UC. It's really across almost the entire state that people are struggling to get games in. And so will we see an unprecedented decision by the TSSAA? I'm not saying we will. I'm just saying it could happen. Anything could happen. So please stay tuned here to the High School Playbook. Stay tuned to all of our Stonecom family of stations, whether it's WLIV for your Livingston News, News Talk, uh, you know, Sports Radio, wherever. Stay tuned, up to date, UC Sports Nation. Be on the website, be uh, watching there. We'll keep you as updated as we can as to whether or not 
We will have games on Friday. Will we maybe play some on Saturday? What are the reschedules for all the games from Tuesday? So on and so forth, of course. Uh, remember that you know there were a few of those games from Tuesday that got rescheduled for Thursday. Now, will they play, right? That's the interesting question. Like uh, Clark Range was supposed to play. They said they were going to move it to Thursday. Are they going to get to play that game tomorrow? Have not heard necessarily that they aren't playing, but certainly uh, if we're already leaning towards not playing on Friday, then we're not going to play on Thursday. You start to see where the snowball pun intended, starts to get out ahead of you. So let's close it out. I appreciate each and every one of our guests tonight uh, for taking a few minutes out of what has to be a very hectic time uh, in their coaching uh, career, right? They're trying to figure out open gyms and games and practices. So I appreciate them taking some time to talk to us. Of course, appreciate each and every one of you for listening. You're the reason I get to do this, and I love what I do. So thank you for tuning in. Stay safe, stay warm, and we'll talk to you throughout the week. Stay tuned for updates on the Stonecom family of stations and, of course, on ucsportsnation.com. For now, this has been the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders.